Incidentally, I was looking up uh, which videos had the most views, and the highest is 7 billion. Mm-hmm. Any guesses? Sorry, 9 billion. Shrek. No. That's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. You're not going to be happy. No, I'm probably not. Frozen. It's, it is a song. Let it go. No. Um, I don't actually see Let It Go. Oh, no, Let It Go is... No, that's Let Her Go. My bad. Uh, it's got a few billion. Is it something, like, from the 90s, like fucking, I don't know, no. Justin Tim- Timberlake or something like that? With 9.5 billion views, Baby Shark is the most watched video on YouTube. Oh, that's horrifying. I don't know about you guys, but that scared the shit out of me. Followed by Despacito. Followed by what? Despacito. No, billion. It wasn't even good. Well, neither of them were. What's third? Well, one good thing. I have to go all the way to uh, number eleven for a good song in the top listened what's, what's club. Third? Third, uh, Johnny Johnny Yes Papa. Oh, it's a kid song, I think. I hate right, that. Well, so can't go through them until eleven. No, okay. Um, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Uh, okay. It's See okay. You again. It's not again. It's okay, but you know. Bath song, which by Coco Melon Nursery Rhymes. Right. Uh, Masher and the Bear, Recipe for Disaster, Uptown Funk, at four point three billion. Yeah. Phonics song with two words. Sounds like another kid's thing. Yeah. A number 11, as far as I have to go to get a good song, Gandam Style by Psy with uh, 4.2 billion. Fair enough. That's Bloody the closest hell. we get to a good song in close to the top 10, and it's the 11th. Do you know what this is? This is mums and dads like getting sick of the kids screaming and like, here you go, here's an iPad. Here's an iPad and the entirety of YouTube. Amuse yourselves. And then and, they just loop Baby Shark. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and at well. three point six billion, at uh, number twenty six, is a uh, crazy frog Axel F. <laughs> wow, that's still up there. Yeah, I'm. I'm impressed. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm sad it beat Rick, Ro- Rick Rowling. <laughs> the the most irritating thing of the early two thousands is finding a new audience to fucking irritate. Oh. God, I hope that doesn't come back. No, I, I hope it doesn't either. It shouldn't. Some things it, are best was... left in the past. <laughs> it was a dark and... Hello, I'm Grace, and um, this is the Shipping Forecast, and with me today is James, who likes to say it, uh, but I've stole his thunder, and also... No, me. come on, you... Grace, it's a Halloween special. We're setting the ambiance. We've got to pump okay. the gas a little bit, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. We're right. gonna start with mysterious crackling. And okay. I'm gonna go. Welcome everyone to the shipping forecast. Ooh, <laughs> I'm your host, James. Joining me as always from the realm of the undeath, we have Nick. Or you could say Count Nicola. Count Nicola <laughs> has joined us from the realm of the shadows. And joining us as well is Grace. Spoo. Ah! <laughs> Spooky. 
I won't contribute on the noises, but I'm pretty sure people can feel my soul leaving my body in the true Halloween spirit. I didn't know you had a soul, Grace. No, I don't have a heart, so that's a bit different. <laughs> I see. <laughs> this is the thing about Grace. She's probably the scariest one of uh, of us three because she's actually dead inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We forgot to wake her up inside. <laughs> and today, because it is Halloween... We will be finding the spookiest tales of all from AO3. And we're just going to dive in to the creepy pasta tag. Ha 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 ha. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yes, it is. Ooh. I've got the perfect one. There's also a tag here called Crappy Pasta. <laughs> There's 900 works. Oh no, that's it's that's including Creepy Pasta. I see what I see what's happened there. That's a shame. Crappy Pasta would be a funny one to explore. Are you gonna do this all the time? I might do this voice all the time. We'll see. But sometimes I can do this voice Ooh, as well. That's a very deep voice. No, that was supposed to be you. Oh. I was filling in. I was filling I in. I didn't realise that's what I sounded like. You don't. It wasn't. That's probably for the best. Stay near the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd like to begin this night with a tale by someone called Really Real Scary Stories. <laughs> this fucking hell, is... there's more ham here than fucking Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> this tale is called... The Poop Fart Chart Man. <laughs> the summary is scary. That's not the summary isn't actually scary. The summary just says the word scary. That's Ooh. some scary shit. Our tale begins thus. One day I was scrolling through Netflix and I saw a movie called The Poop Fart Chart Man, and it was a Netflix movie original. So I decided to watch it, and the movie started with the main character's name was George, pronounced like Geroge, and he was investigating the murder of his girlfriend, Martha. And he was with his friend Matt, and they shit themselves. And Not I did Matt. too. Matt shit himself too. When they saw the monster, Poofat Shotman, I screamed so loud, it made me pee myself. And the Poofat Shotman ate Matt whole. I cried. Then George tried to stab the poof fart shot man, and he ate George, so I'd poof myself, and cried again. The poof fart shot man crawled out of my TV, and it ate me slowly, and it said, I am the poof fart shot man, and I will eat your family next, John. You will never see your family again. Mwahaha. And then I died it. No. That's the end of our story. Uh, I'm gonna have trouble sleeping. I'm sorry. If anyone is affected by this, uh, you can call in to the fatshippingforecast at gmail.com. Moral support and blankets and cocoa will be provided. Ex no, I don't have that much cocoa. <laughs> well, consider <laughs> me freaked out. Really Real Scary Short Stories has written seven similar short stories. And these look really good, to be honest. Oh, man. <laughs> I think this might be a regular special. Oh, it might be. 
Oh, I might have to do one more. Oh, fucking spooky shadow days. Okay, this one will mostly just appeal to Grace. Um, we're doing a Halloween special. We kind of have to take the piss out of the Magnus Archive just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. This statement is called, I used to work at McDonald's, but not anymore. <laughs> Statements of really real scary stories regarding how he used to work at McDonald's, but not anymore. Excellent. I'm shitting myself already. Hello, I'm Jim, and I used to work. Ah, oh, I don't think I can do justice to the vague, spooky background noises they put in that show. But <laughs> statement begins. Hello, I am Jim, and I used to work at McDonald's, but not anymore. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. I was working a late shift because I needed money to pay for a colleague and food and my manager said do not bother Ronaldi McDonald after hours <laughs> I did it not listen and I called Ronald McDonald and he said is your fridge running and he <laughs> said yes why and I said you should go catch it <laughs> and hung up with laughing and then he came to McDonald's and told me, you should not have did that, and swung an axe at me. <laughs> I ran and screamed and then quitted the next day. Do not work at McDonald's or Ronald McDonald will kill you, 1-1. Statement ends. Now I guess we know what's in the burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Jim. Yeah, it's Jim fucking... Damn it, Jim. Get out of <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to move away from Real Creepy Stories uh, page because I'm just going to read all of their works if we stay there. Because oh, yes. Those are rad. Well, here's the thing. This is a story about maybe one of the scariest Halloween entities out there. Okay. A demon. <gasps> a demon. A demon of... Possibly the citrus flavoured variety. Oh no, I know. Is it the annoying orange? He is truly <laughs> the worst. That is a fucking demon, to be fair, but no. Um, <laughs> this is called Don't Hang Up Yet. I'm Ooh. Not Done. By Broken Tethers. Okay. How long is this? Not very. Okay, that's fine. I thought this was entirely the fucking point of us doing this episode. Oh no, I just wanted to make. Yeah. <laughs> You've dragged me out into the wilderness in the cold and the dark. I'm sorry. We're sat here on fucking Dartmoor, like, <laughs> with this fire going, which isn't big enough, to be fair. Honestly, I'm just grateful we could haul all the podcasting equipment out here. Yeah, I know, and that, that okay. generator in the background's pretty noisy as well. Ooh. But, um, anyway, so our tale begins. You try to take a picture. A big mistake. He's approaching. It came out blurry. You knew you should have brought the better camera. He's approaching. You try to run, but it's far too late now. He's approaching. Silently, in the distance, you hear him. The violin begins. He's approaching. Your ears are enveloped in the loud, discordant sound of thousands upon thousands of phones, all ringing at once. His left eye is glowing white, almost as bright as the sun you'll never see again. He finally speaks, four words in a haunting voice. You will never forget for the rest of your life, however short it may be. I think it's time. I think the scariest thing about that was my Neil Cicera game impression. 
I wasn't going to comment. <laughs> so I can try and continue the spooky voice. Uh, yeah, of course, but um, maybe the scariest thing is the additional tags which state that Neil Cicerega is summoned by low-quality pictures. Would you like to explain who Neil Cicerega is, for those of us not aware of his spooky past? Uh, yeah, I would like to explain, but to be fair, Neil Cicerega is unexplainable. He's he is the guy who did the Potter Puppet Pals, yes. among other things. I was... You're not good at this whole leaving people in suspense thing, are you? Dude? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping to leave it, leave it ambiguous, you know. That's too bad. <laughs> Neil Cicerega is everywhere and nowhere. He is not a man, he is a force of nature. He could even be under your bed right now. He could even be under your bed right now. He could be on your toilet right now, wondering why you hung it up facing the wrong way. <laughs> the paper, that is. I should have phrased that better. Ah, yeah, because um, everybody knows that my toilet is glued to my ceiling. <laughs> it would explain a lot about your house, to be fair. <laughs> like how you keep breaking seats. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's... Let's, let's tell our own creepy pastors. This one was brought to me by Nick's girlfriend, Sophie. This is the tale of the broken toilet seats. Is, is that what you're naming it? I was sat at home on the sofa one day. Call it the broken throne or something. We I were mean, watching come on, you've got to pump the gas a little bit. We were watching Downton Abbey, as we normally do on a Saturday night. <laughs> when all of a sudden, I heard a scream from the bathroom. It was my boyfriend, Nick. He isn't known for screaming that loud, or especially in that high, girly pitch. But here we were. <laughs> Something strange had happened. I ran upstairs, and I shouted, You okay, Nick? And what he said afterwards haunted me forever. I've broken the toilet seat. I shattered it in half. <laughs> Broken. <laughs> this has happened five times. It's the fifth one this year. <laughs> I don't know how he keeps doing it, but it's very spooky. Nick, stop standing on the toilet seat. <laughs> Statement ends. And Sorry really to air your personal luggage, Nick. You're personal really not baggage. going to call it something like the broken throne. No. Because I, th I thought that was pretty good. The tale of the broken throat. No, this is called My Name's Nick and I Keep Snapping Toilet Seats in Half and I Don't <laughs> Know Why. <laughs> so, um, yeah, everybody now knows that I'm very heavy and have quite a big ass. <laughs> Make of that what you wait, will. Wait, wait, we can, we can reverse engineer a meme for this. Sophie, I'm trying to sneak up on my enemies. Aww. There's just one problem. <laughs> I'm dummy thick. <laughs> and the clap of my ass cheeks keeps breaking toilet seats and alerting them. What do I do? <laughs> I hope you've seen that meme, otherwise it's not going to make any sense. So, dear listener, if you're suddenly lying awake at night and you hear the crack of a toilet seat in your bathroom, don't it could be down. Nick. <laughs> He's coming to poo. <laughs> Ooh. It's not thunder, that boom clap noise. <laughs> <laughs> I found one called the Crossroads 
And it's a Slenderman one-shot by Hoken Fox. Okay. Ooh. Summary, semi-pointless and purely self-serving smut nonsense one-shot because I needed an outlet for my monster fucker kink. This is also my own iteration on the Slenderman character based off the games. So, hang on, so they're trying to fuck Slenderman. Yeah, Slenderman cross OC. They're gonna need a ladder. Or he's gonna need to bend down. Apparently there's substance use, so maybe he'll think he's really short or something. <laughs> so somebody's that high, they look at Slenderman and say, Oh, there's a slightly menacing dwarf over there. <laughs> Have <laughs> <laughs> you never been so high that Snoop Dogg has to like talk to you on a stepladder and you're doing it wrong? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Now we know where Grace spends all of her podcast money. <laughs> Two I'm quid is to not going to get so me high weed, Snoop Nick. Dogg has to get in touch <laughs> and say, "Yo, can you come down?" <laughs> oh dear, Grace likes the maraweedies. The, the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. You sound the devil's like lettuce. landlord. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, Eyeless Jack. Ooh. I've heard of Eyeless Jack. What? Right then. Well, all I know is he's got no eyes. Ooh. <laughs> There's a little cat, a little naked cat called Jasper who's got no eyes. Ooh. He's a, he's a spooky looking gent and he's apparently very cuddly. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's very oh. sweet. What a wholesome Halloween. Sorry, Karen. No, that was a good interlude. <laughs> you can you can stop this now. I think we've No. <laughs> I don't break character till the DVD commentary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be interesting, you put in a podcast on DVD. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really want to find that Watson Gromit one I saw when when I planned this episode. Which I then proceeded not to post anywhere because I wanted it to be a surprise. Are you telling me that you decided to go on this theme purely because you found a Wallace and Gromit one? That's I what found it a bunch like. of good ones. <laughs> and then lost it. And then lost it. And yes. then lost it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I had pasta for dinner. Nice. Yeah. Was it creepy pasta? It was creamy. Ooh. Not creamy. Yeah, creamy pasta. Um, I'm going to make all of the Italians listening unfollow us immediately. Oh no. Um, I had pasta with chili. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, like, um. Can you tell all... that as a scary story for Italians? <laughs> <laughs> and then he put the chili onto the pasta. <laughs> ah! I woke up in a cold sweat. It was only a nightmare, <laughs> but one that will haunt me forever. Giovanni loaded some of the penny onto his fork and dipped it in the sauce. He chewed it speculatively. Wait a second. This isn't ragu. This is chili. What have you done? No. <laughs> no! You have ruined the pasta. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Why did you immediately go to fucking Waluigi? Because <laughs> he's Italian. <laughs> and he was upset. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, putting uh, chilli on pasta. Okay, so there's a lot of Eyeless Jack I've noticed. I don't know who that is. We should probably find out who Eyeless Jack is. Because I, I think he was after our time. Like, we grew up with Slenderman. Yeah. This is all before my time. Oh, here we go. Um, one oh, of my... Oh, he he's a spooky man. He's 
He's got no eyes. Neither does Slenderman come to think of it. He doesn't. But he doesn't have a face. No. Ibis Jack has a face. He's dressed very nicely, isn't he? Yeah, he's a well-dressed man. So I have one here. This this makes a terrible one to read. I have one here called Welcome to Windows 95. <gasps> no. Not Windows 95. It's a bunch of screenshots that are progressively creepier. Oh, yeah, send that over. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to post it. I'm going to describe... I'm. It's going in the show notes. Uh, I encourage everyone to look at this rather than just have us read it. Have us read the images. Yeah, so it's, it's just several screenshots of people installing Windows 95. And the box says, Welcome oh. to Windows 95. I've been waiting for you. Oh. This first-time user guide will tell you all the ways you can use Windows 95 and all the ways Windows 95 will use you. So we've started. And then they clicks. he tries to click away, saying, I've used Windows before. And you get, you get an error saying, Error, you've never used Windows before. I'm the only one. Oh, what kind of fucking Lovecraft shit is this? The README says, please read this document for before using Windows 95. It forms a binding contract between you and Windows 95. The contract will expire December 31st, 1995 at, the, at 23.59.59. Then he goes to change the clock. And they go, you do not have permission to change the date or time. It will always be 1995. Oh my god, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sign me up. Send me back to the 1990s. Welcome to <laughs> Windows 95. Did you know you can double click on my computer to see the contents of your computer? I have innards just like yours, full of pus and rotting flesh. Well, is this a distant cousin of Cabinet Man? <laughs> oh, I hope not. Nobody's going to get no. that joke. No. <laughs> My computer pop-up says, Yes, I'm yours, and you're mine, aren't you? Ooh. And you can click yes, but not no. No has been blacked out. Oh, shut down. Is... Are you sure you want to shut down the computer? It's error. You do not have permission to shut me down. I am. I will always be with you. Unplug the fucking power. One... <laughs> rip it out of the mains. <laughs> God damn. This is, well, yeah, this is one possessive fucking computer. Yeah, it, this is, hang on, yeah, if you check the tags, it's got Yandere as one of the tags. <laughs> <laughs> no, it hasn't, hang it, on. It does. Seriously. It this does? Is, this isn't just creepy Windows 95, this is Yandere Windows Yandere 95. Yandere Windows 95, Jesus yeah. wept. It just gets worse and worse and worse. It does. You do not have permission to log on as a different user. You're the only one I want. Yes. <laughs> you do not have permission to shut me down. Why do you keep trying? Do you need help with something? I can help you. I'll do anything for you. Oh my god. It sort of started off creepy and then got worse. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh dear. Spooky. So, somebody needs to, um... You must read this document. You cannot close your eyes. You cannot look away. <laughs> You know, I've just remembered, I've never read any creepy pastas in my life, not really. But I do remember when Slenderman was all over Divian's heart one year. Mm -hmm. And most of it was buff Slenderman, <laughs> uh, overweight Slenderman. What? 
Slenderman. Well, he's not Slenderman then, is he? Tickled with feathers. Surely... <laughs> it's just very bizarre. <laughs> Surely, like... overweight Slenderman is just man. It, it was just a white guy in with Moe's facial expression in a suit in like various states of like buffness, expandedness, shrunkness, long multi-armedness. Oh no! Uh, do I don't know. Like... BDSMness. <laughs> do people? Hang on a minute. I'm just going to do Google. Fat Slenderman. He will okay. be there. <laughs> Not so slender man, and he's just wearing like a suit, but he's got such. Yeah, he's got the muffin top. He's fucking round slender man as well. <laughs> oh slender man was funny because he was drawn really badly, but he was an internet sensation. <laughs> Buff slender man. Yeah. God, my search history now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So I've got something Fucking here. Slender, man. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure why this is in the creepy past. Well, it's it is in the title, but so this is called Futanari Ball Busting Creepy Pasta. Okay. Oh god! A lone Futanari explores a haunted villa. Right. Thank My you, name Swizzle is Oni, Rich. and I'm a Futanari with an average-sized penis and two eggs. Sorry, this is by Swizzle Rich. My name is Oni, and I'm a Futanari with an average-sized penis and two egg-sized balls. Egg-sized? Yeah. I assume they mean chicken egg? Do you want to read the tags? Oh, yeah. Additional tags. Futanari. Ball-busting. Cock and ball torture. Tamakeri? I don't know what that means. Shemale, female. Sorry, shemale, dick girl. Horror, creepy. Creepypasta. Horror porn. Haunted houses. Blowjob, handjob, penetration, force ejaculation, ghosts, ghost sex, edging, <laughs> edge play, monsters, ghoul, Sadako freeform, ring girl, yeah, Sadako. the chills. <laughs> I'm a, so this is a lone Futanari walking through a haunted house. Suddenly, the chick from the ring climbs out and busts her balls. Um, because as Ray Parker Jr. once said, busting makes, makes me feel, feel good. good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well, I'm glad we had the episode <laughs> title. BDSM, rape, non-con elements, binding, rope bondage, oral sex, vaginal sex, anal sex, sleeping, exploring, thrill-seeker, investigation, and finally, aphrodisiac. Exploring? A lot happened. <laughs> We're off a on a fucking adventure. This is, this is a thrill-seeking tag. So... <laughs> So I'm skimming Part through. Twenty-eight of Futanari ball busting. I'm sure we'll return to this in future episodes. Yeah, maybe we can have like a Futanari ball busting special. So I have. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an episode. <laughs> it certainly would be an episode. Oh, it's 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 written as first person. I've been working mm -hmm. as a ghost hunter, <laughs> so you are the. So there's a line I'd like to read from about midway through. Okay. The ethereal mistress proceeded to give me an expert-level blowjob paired with a double-handed penis massage, and I felt like I was on the edge of blasting inside her mouth. Expert-level uh, blowjob. <laughs> I see. I guess that's one of the things in life that you could be. You could be a blowjob expert. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering what the tiers are, because we've got expert. Is there Olympic above that, or...? <laughs> uh, you know, instead of, like, belts, like you get in karate, it's yeah. a circus. <laughs> 
<laughs> I collapsed, my eyes bulging, as I couldn't take a breath. My balls, they were flattened no. and wet. Oh, fuck, I yelled, looking at the toilet. All was everywhere, it seemed like a fucking fist made of water uppercutted my testicles so hard they nearly ruptured. Ooh. Holy shit, I felt like vomiting. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Christ. It was 10 p.m. What the shit? Time passed so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, my balls hurt. <laughs> yeah, they would. Oh, fucking hell. It's um, I kind of like the uh, the sort of inner monologue that's going on while that expert level blowjob is going. Yeah, it's just yelling like horror things to kind of. Yeah, keep slaughter! Calmed. People dying! Someone stole my car! There are no donuts left! Fuck! 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 What do I do? Just using that to keep away <laughs> from nutting. In a ghost's mouth. Jesus. <laughs> so I am curious about the ghost ta the ghost sex tag. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping for the scene from Ghost. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the just Patrick in different Swayze, fandoms. Yeah. Everly Brothers. Yeah. Making 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 just some pottery. pottery yeah. <laughs> making like really su sexually suggestive pottery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have you ever had to make handles for a pot? Ink with clay. No, I have. Oh, yeah. so wrong. When when you're like a teenager and and you're lengthening out <laughs> under the tap <laughs> a bit of clay with your bare hands, and the teacher's helping you do it, and you're just like, oh god, fucking kill me. This is I, awful. I guess the scariest thing we've encountered on this podcast so far is being a teenager in schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty scary That's at the it. time. Yeah, it was pretty scary at the time. Yeah, school, what a horrible place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and yet we all wish to be back there in some sort. Speak for yourself. No, no. Here's, the, here's another scary thing. Nostalgia. Yes. Things aren't as good as you remember them to be. I would rather not have to have a job and only doing less hours if it meant sitting down and just writing down what the teacher said. Yeah. And then Actually, going home and being fed and people doing my chores for me. I saw someone point out the other day, uh, school trips were wasted on kids. Yeah, they were. Yes, like, imagine were. a day off work and you get to learn like how wind turbines work. Yeah. yeah. That's I'd, rad. I'd like that. Yeah, I'd be well up for a school trip now. Yeah, I mean, like, I do that for fun. You know, like, my mate will, my mate <laughs> will ring me up. Well, well yeah, imagine that was paid leave. You get into work, there's a bus outside your work just waiting for you, and they're like, right, lads, we're off to learn. We're off to a museum for the day. Get in. Yeah. Yeah, I'd boss, be well up for that. Dry, yeah, that'd be so much fun. I'd love yeah. it. Like, My boss, on. if you're listening to this We're episode, going to the Black Country Museum. get a rent a bus. <laughs> I want to go learn some shit. Oh yeah, that'd be amazing. It's like, um, yeah, we're taking you to the North Yorkshire Mars Railway to learn how to bond as a team. But it's not. We're just going to go for a, a, a nice ride on the train and a look around some engine sheds and some nice scenery. That'll do, mate. Look, oh, I found it. I think yes. Hey, nice. I found the creepy pasta I was looking for. This is called. The Secrets of Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Oh god. By Lovemer. Oh no. An okay. account of my totally real apprenticeship at the Wallace and Gromit ride. Statement begins. This is the story of my apprenticeship at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I was an apprentice in Collage 
when I started my placement job there through my high school, I was a gothy teen and didn't really care about the happiness of a roller coaster park, so I was kind of forced into it by my parents who wanted me to be successful. Wow, the edge on this guy. It was me and this kid called Rob who was really into Wallace and Gromit, and I sort of got roped into into it with him and be a ride maintenance ride person on the Wallace and Gromit ride. Is there a Wallace and Gromit ride? I don't know. Let me do a Google. I should mention the tags are very scary, do not read. Creepy pasta. You may literally shit yourself. Do you I know, know there I is? did. Wallace Ooh. and Gromit's thrillomatic. Ooh, this no. makes it even spookier. It's a real place. It actually happened. Our jobs were that we had to put people in on the boats when they were going onto the ride and to clean out the ride after the place had closed down for the night. Cleaning out was the hardest part because the Wallace and Gromit mechatronics were always filthy. No matter how much we cleaned them, they were always smelling like dead people. <gasps> it was the rabbits too, and there were a, there was a lot of rabbits on that ride. If any British people are reading this, you'd know that Wallace and Gromit have this whole thing with catching rabbits. That was only one film for the record. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Rob told they're mostly into cheese, if anything. Yeah, this could be authentic to the ride. I don't actually know. And eating of cheese. And eating of cheese. Rob told me there was this whole thing where the creators of Wallace and Gromit were into Satanism, but I just thought he was being a crazy fanboy and thought nothing of it. I did not know this about Nick Park. He always seemed like quite a wholesome man. Is he a Satanism? I don't know. (laughs) Is he a Satanism? I don't know if he is Satanism. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's look at this. It's Uh, very late. Nick Park. Nick Park. Satan. Imagine if it was. No, uh, I can't find anything. No, me neither. That's because he's covered it up. Oh no. Oh no. Nick Park. Anyway, that was when I found out about the kids going missing. <gasps> it was just a rumour I heard from the people working at the park, and when I looked it up, there was lots of disappearances around the park. Later, thinking about it, I realised that sometimes the people getting off the ride sh- the ride show wagons of the Wallace and Gromit ride were really quiet, and sometimes it looked like they were not the same number of people getting off. Oh, Satan's taking him. Okay, now the spying mistakes are definitely on purpose. That was when I told my worries to Rob and he agreed to go investigate the Wallace and Fromit ride with me. I was the Wallach and from it ride with me. Close square bracket. Do you know what that is? Um, that's one of those Wallace and Gromit toys made by Obvious Plan. Yeah, it's the legally distinct <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong to go check. Looking back on it now, we were getting ourselves into something we didn't want to get ourselves into. <laughs> Rob and I waited until midnight to go to the ride. We got let in by security with our Wokers card. Wokers card? No, it says Wokers card. Wokers cards. <laughs> no, they were so. They held it up and it said, like, I don't know. Um, something woke. Yeah, don't take vaccines. Yeah. Don't inject the marijuans into your <laughs> brains. I was like, yes. 
you are woke. You are therefore allowed on the Wallace and Gromit ride at midnight after hours. We went into the ride to check out the place and it start and started running it. We got into one of the cars and got ready. As the cars moved, the smell hit us. The mechatronic seemed a lot more creepy and lifelike this time around. The smell of rotting flesh was unbearable. The eyes of the characters looked realistic enough to be people's ooze, and I looked. One of the rabbits looked like it was crying real blood. That's when oh, no. I told Rob to stop the car when we got to the part where Wallace and Gromit go to the moon. As soon as we did that, all the mechatronics started crying blood and it ma and making sounds like children crying. That's when Gromit started moving on his own. Oh my no. god. Flash is the cheese of hell, he screamed in a <laughs> demonic voice. His eyes rolled back as blood gushed out speak. of his nose. That's really creepy. Yeah, that's I the know. scariest part of this. Gromit does not speak. He doesn't, and the first thing he says when he does speak is flesh his is the flesh cheese is the of cheese hell. Of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Gromit, who was also crying tears of blood, jumped at his, biting out his jugular. Rob screamed, go, but go, Gromit, go. who was also crying tears of blood, jumped at his, biting out his jugular, and then Rob was just gurfling and drowning in his own blood. Oh, I screamed and cried, jumbling back in the car. I started it up again. I rode through the rest of the ride. I could hear Rob's pain screams over the voices of the characters, whose voices so. Well, his mate Rob, he's grabbed by the animatronic Gromit. This guy hasn't and even tried. To... A hero just gets in the ride and carries the ride on. Yeah, he's just like he hasn't even tried to like pull Gromit off him or whatever. No. It's just like nope, or, or nope, turn that's back. It. He just gets in the ride and carries on. Uh, yep, yeah, that's it. Play, I'm really. out. Like, well, mate. <laughs> Yeah, go on. Yeah, fuck the shit, I'm out. Fuck you, Rob, this is your idea, goodbye. <laughs> After I ran the rest way home, I cried in my bed for hours mourning Rob's death. I quit working at Blackpool Pleasure Beach today after, then I spent the year recovering. This is me sharing my message. When I close my eyes, I can still hear Wallace's words, and I think I will commit suicide or go back there to fight for Rob. If you ever visit Blackpool Pe Pleasure Beach, do not go on the Wallace and Gromit ride. Bloody hell. Consider us warned. Thank you, Lavima. <laughs> if you go to Blackpool Ple Pleasure Beach, I'm sorry you're in Blackpool. I can never look at the Wallace and Gromit ride again in the same way, I guess. No, I guess if we're ever in the Blackpool area, we're going to have to go on the Wallace and Gromit ride. No, we'd be no. not to. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking not after that, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to be killed by Gromit. In fact, no. that's fair. No, I'll go as far as to say I don't even want to hear Gromit speak, to be honest. Yeah, Gromit sh <laughs> No, hang on. Okay. So recently, Mario got a new voice actor. What's, Who? Where are you going with this? If so. Okay. Hear me out. You are a film executive. Okay, yes. so you've hired Chris Pratt. No, they're, they are adapting Wallace and Gromit. The execs want. Gromit to speak, you have to cast someone. Who are you casting? The Stig. No, you have to cast a, an, an actor. Uh, the Stig. It's, no, shut up, Nick. <laughs> Can't he just do sign language? No, the execs Why have not? made up their mind. 
You have to cast someone who has a voice. Mike Myers is Shrek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be really good. <laughs> Honestly, I'd quite like to just watch Wilson Gromit films dubbed over with Shrek dialogue <laughs> for all of Gromit's, like, sake yes. attitude. Wallace, would you care to tell me what you're doing? <laughs> Oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> that's, okay, yeah, yeah, Nick, you don't even get a choice. Grace wins. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm up, I'm, Mike I'm up that. track that makes everything better. Uh, so this this came from the Ghost Sex tags. Okay. This it contains Megatron slash Starscream. Oh. Who are Transformers? Additional tags. Dubtong, Dubcon, Ghost Sex. Bottom Starscream, top Megatron, mild gore. How? They're fucking machines. Summary. Starscream is dead, but that doesn't stop him. This has taken a stretch, hasn't it? You died, Megatron said. His voice was as hoarse as if his throat was <laughs> yeah, scoured so by I acid. I turned myself off and then on again. If you think death could stop me, Starscream <laughs> ran, a digit held oh. together by ethereal smoke, down Megatron's cheek. So it's, it is a ghost. Ghost. It's it is a, ghost. a robot ghost. It's a ghost of a robot that can transform into a fighter jet. I think Starscream is the fighter jet. Let's let's look. And Megatron turns into a giant gun. Hey, doesn't he's a truck in he? That's Optimus Prime. Ah, uh, yes, it is. The heroes all turned into cars, and the villains all turned into weapons or military vehicles. Yeah. Um... That's it, yeah, Starscream's an F-15, I think. Having your clumsy servo stuck inside me, what do you think? Starscream grumbled. How do you like it? <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're banging. It sounds Before... like he's just injecting and ejecting a floppy disk. It does. <laughs> How do Before you like mega... it? <laughs> just that. Look, you, look, you've got to click eject file or else you'll mess up your own you floppy disk. You need to disc. safely remove... <laughs> You just hammer, hammer the fucking open and close button on your disk drive. <laughs> <laughs> Megatron's burning interface panel opened with a click. He hissed at Starscream's frigid fingers working his spike. Each caress hurt wonderfully. Megatron soon overloaded with a cry as lubricant drips down his thighs. Think about if you were below, you could catch the oil and use it as an oil uh, in your oil change. Exactly. I think that's more of a yeah. dream for you. Than Nick me. knows what's up. <laughs> this is it's Nick's not... fetish. This is him wanting to catch <laughs> leftover lube for his fucking car. We're gonna have to do the Transformers fandom at some point, just for Nick. It's not quite a fetish. It's just that I'm incredibly cheap, and you know, free oil is free oil. <laughs> sure. Even if you knew it was jizz. <laughs> Hey, free oil's free oil, you know. <laughs> it's like, you know, tw 20 quid's 20 quid, innit? But, you know. <laughs> we learned something about Nick today. Nick. <laughs> I've decided. If you're going to yeah. stand under two shagging robots for 20 quid's worth of oil, you are too cheap. And <laughs> thus, I've decided it's clearly a fetish on your farm. Um, do you think it'd be bad form if I asked what viscosity it was going to be before I <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I mean, you need to know. It? It's like, yeah, is it 10W40 or what, you know? <laughs> I'm sure if you give it a look, you'll be able to figure it out. 
Uh, don't eat used oil, kids. It's carcinogenic. Oh. Good don't point. eat new oil, in fact. It's a bad idea. And carcinogenic. Do not drink Megatron's cum. Yes. <laughs> Unless you are Starscream, obviously. Unless you're Starscream. And you But dead. he was a ghost. He had nothing to lose. Yeah, I suppose. You can do harmful things. He had nothing ghost. to lose. <laughs> yeah. He had He's a ghost. And this just... This just I can't... How? He's what? dead. <laughs> I'm not. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, but this is robot. This is fucking. Yeah, he's robot a ghost, ghost of a robot. Of course and you're he's dead. Like, oh, it's fine because he had nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, nothing about this was fine in the first place. Oh, Christ. You're so narrow minded. <laughs> okay. We've, we've had a look. We've read a few creepypastas today. Uh. Why don't we try telling our own spooky stories? Does anyone have a spooky tale to tell us today? Yeah, we've got the campfire and everything, I suppose. So yeah. Let's... They're definitely real and not at all fake campfire noises. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there was something that happened to me the other day that uh, shook me up a little bit. Oh, hey. So it was quite early in the morning. It was dark, but then, you know, it's always dark in the winter at three o'clock in the morning. It's always dark at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as it is. <laughs> the door to my bedroom was shut, and from the other side came, like, the faintest noise. Something was moving around oh. and getting closer to my door. So I'm laying paralysed in my bed, and my ears are, like, straining to hear whatever's approaching. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it must have stopped right outside my door, because whatever it was just went silent. And, like... The silence just stretched on, and curiosity got the better of me, so I, you know, just gently folded back the covers of my bed and tentatively let my feet find the carpet. I just sort of crept up to my door, my eyes scanning the dark while I was sort of reaching to find that light switch. Just as I did, like a loud, frenzy scratching sound rattled and scraped at the door, like millimetres away from it. I fucking bolted back under my blanket in fucking fear and then suddenly like the assault on my door just stopped again and like went silent and I was, I, like, the blood was pumping through my ears and then came another noise I was oh fuck what was it? this time I knew what it was it was unmistakable it was this ha disgusting hacking sound the kind of gut-wrenching sound that sort of leaves me cold with dread and like the spike of adrenaline ran through me as I flew out of my bed, burst through the door, grabbed the fucking cat who was about oh to thunder <laughs> all over the carpet and I lobbed it in the bathtub. <laughs> God damn it, Grace. <laughs> and do you know what happened next? Do you know what happened next? It went, oh, I'm not going to be sick now. Jumped out the tub, went back to where it was on the carpet and threw its guts up before oh. I could grab it again. And Pepper is just sitting there looking at me like, what are you on about, Grace? I was like, you, you little This is where I need to throw it. And it right outside my bedroom door. It's just like, why? This is. Why? Um... He just takes offence at that door specifically. I know, but like, it's, it's disgusting when it's in between your toes and you haven't seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and the yeah. smell is just horrendous. <sighs> oh. 
undigested cat food. What? Yeah, it's Sophie's dog is exactly the same. You'll be you'll be laid in bed and he'll be at the foot of the bed and you'll hear him just go. <laughs> and then it's like, no, you're not being sick up here. Get on the floor. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's horrible when cats do it because you just say. Yeah, they they make a dramatic show of it. Yeah, well, the cats, of course, they do. Mm -hmm. There's no other way. Although I've heard if you if you like run your fingers down a comb, it makes them want to be sick. They don't like the sound of it. It makes them gag. So I might wow. do that just as revenge. Just put her in the bathtub, like hold her there. Let's just start running this comb and just make her be sick in the bathtub before bed. Are you so giving your cat nothing. an eating disorder? <laughs> I may have to. Oh, no. <laughs> I may have to. If I mean, it, if don't. Bullshit carries on. <laughs> they are bastards, but they don't deserve that. No. No. Not. No one does. Don't make your cat throw up unless it's necessary. Yes. yes. Like if they ate a coin. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything else they shouldn't have eaten. Yeah. Which is a lot of things. Oh yes. <laughs> you know what? I've changed my mind. This is actually really useful information. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a shipping forecast PSA. Because cats are fucking gremlins. They'll swallow yeah. anything. Apart from their medicine. Apart from their medicine. Need. Apart from medicine. Yeah. All the food around the edge of the Which, bowl. Maybe next time hide <laughs> hide pills in like something they shouldn't be eating. <laughs> so I read a scary story the Ooh. other day. Oh yeah, go on. I saw this on a social media page on I was on. Ladies in the Cambridge area, be warned. Do not go on a date with the red headed man who goes by Relentless Ricky on dating apps. Oh, that's ominous. I know, I know. That name alone should have been a giveaway. But he was so charming when we spoke, I felt like I had to give him a chance. He had short-styled red hair, and that was always my type. And if that wasn't enough, he absolutely swept me off my feet that night. When we met at the station, he was dressed in his turtleneck and long coat. He took me to a charming cafe that used to be a converted church. But when we sat down to get food, that's when things started taking a turn for the unusual. Ooh. This is a bit grim, isn't it? The first thing that tipped me off was how he was clearly into the paranormal. He was obsessed with the idea that we had met in the past life. That he felt we were not strangers. And if that wasn't enough, he started talking about this game we had played in the past. Ooh. When I told him that games weren't really my thing, he just looked at me with his dark eyes. He was quiet for what felt like an age, and looked almost as if... He had been offended by that. As if nothing had happened, he began talking about how we should commit to each other. Fully. When I told him I wasn't ready for that kind of thing, he got angry. He told me that I'd be lucky if I got that from any other guy. I'm not sure I believe him. Uh, At this point, I realised something was wrong and I had to get out of here. I would made an excuse that I had to go home early. I sent the text I prepared to send to a friend of mine. She called me pretending it was an emergency and I got out of my seat. Hang on. That's when he grabbed my wrist. I'll never give you, you up. You motherfucker. I'll never let you down. You son I of broke bitch. free of his grasp and ran to the station when I got in the first taxi I could find. It's been five days since I went on that date. And everywhere I go I can hear him. Sometimes I can even see him. Out of the corner of my eye. In the mirror just for a moment. When I jump in the air and do the splits while cleaning glasses at my bar job. Never gonna run around and you. search oh. you. Oh, you son of a bitch. Never gonna make you cry. <laughs> Never gonna say goodbye. 
be careful, or this could happen to you too. <laughs> oh, for I call sake. this tale um, the Ricker Man. Uh, you motherfucker! <laughs> Thank you for indulging me. I had a lot of fun writing that. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> Speaking of creepy pastors. Oh. Um. Yeah, there was uh, something a uh, a little bit horrifying that happened to me. Um, oh. Okay. I've managed to sort of collect my thoughts and, and write it into a, a little missive, which um, I'll, I'll tell for you here, because I, it was so sort of weird and bizarre and uh, horrifying that I, I finally feel like I can I can talk about it now. Okay. It was a dark, solemn, and itchingly silent sort of night. The only sound made was the rustling of the leaves in the trees and the occasional creak of the house settling. Cloying fog had rolled in, wrapping its chilling tendrils around every hedgerow and lamppost. And if you stared long enough, you could almost make believe that there were massive shapes moving in the gloom. Huge, illusory beings that cared not for the light and the heat in the many houses. It was these beings that were at the forefront of my mind as I left the warm, safe comforts of my living room and ventured across the gravel to the small, dimly lit garage through the mist for it was there where one of my greatest fears lay. My car was broken. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I picked up a half-inch breaker bar, found the matching extension, and ah. used a socket and used it to slacken off the front wheels. I then God damn it, Nick. And axle stands to get the car in the air. The car in question was a 1990 Rover 827, 2.7 litre V6 with a four-speed automatic transmission. It differs from higher trim levels as it doesn't have the alloy wheels, anti-lock braking, and trip computer of the plusher SLI. But I prefer that as there was less to go wrong. My area of attention on this hellish cold night was the gearbox as it started to slip between second and third. I tried cleaning out the lockup and gear chain solenoid filters. I tried sourcing the correct automatic 96 auto transmission fluid. And so, finally, with a mighty heave, I got the offside drive shaft in, making sure to locate oh, it properly. Oh, look, Nick, look, it's morning. Oh. We can go. Right, it's November, we don't have to do the creepy stuff anymore. Oh, I right. hadn't finished. No, don't care, don't care. Um, thank you for listening, anyone who's still here after that, oh god, very long story. Um, join us next time, and we'll be doing, we'll be doing something else. We'll be back to our usual routine. Oh and man, I'm I'm, I'm going to go home and get some sleep. I'd probably for the best. Stink of fucking smoke. Thankfully, as well. nothing spooky happened this scary evening. <laughs> and hopefully it'll stay that way. Fingers crossed. Mm. Welcome to November everybody. Welcome to November. November. The least spooky month. Yeah, it's a bit of a shit month really, isn't it? Yeah, November really, really needs something, doesn't it? Cuz October's oh, the spooky hang month. Hang on. We've got Guy Fawkes and I. Bonfire night. We've got bonfire, yes. Yes. The arsonist month. Exactly. Okay. Oh, yeah, Americans have Thanksgiving as well. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, for some reason we celebrate the Houses of Parliament not being blown up. I'm not sure if we still have that these days. Maybe reconsider that one. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, there's always always room for, like, Guy Fawkes round two if anybody's, Mm. um, you know... No. If if anybody's willing. I'm not, I'm, I'm not willing to admit up, my intentions on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. 
for anyone from MI5 listening, that was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. Please don't. Yeah. Great. Stop implicating us. I'm laughing because it was a joke. Okay. Sure. Okay. Either way, thank you for listening, and yeah, join us next time. Oh, now I've got to lug all this equipment home, haven't we? Oh yes, and let me just put out the fire. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs>